last uh, two weeks, those of you that attended the Milaku service, I ministered on a text from Genesis chapter 22. And for the benefit of those that do not attend the Miracle Service, this message may be repeated, not in totality, but some highlights from there. Because it is something I want us to get this, this, this morning. There are times in life that we are stretched beyond limits. Sometimes we do it ourselves. It's deliberate. We stretch ourselves beyond limits. And there are times that circumstances will stretch us to the limit. Let me put it to the limit. Because beyond limit, it means now you break. Let me just correct it. We are stretched to the, to the limit. Amen? There are times that that happens. And even in the scriptures... There are people that God stretched to the limits. And one of them is Abraham. The blessed man. The father of faith as we know him. But before he became the father of faith, he went through a process of being stretched and even to the limit. Almost beyond limits. And today, I would like us to relate to that story and see what the Lord is telling us. Because there are times also that God himself will stretch you to the limit. Now it came to pass, after these things, Genesis chapter 22, that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the Lord of Moria, or Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham lost Ari in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and he spread the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off and Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yoda and worship and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on, the, on Isaac his son. And he took fire in his hand and a knife. And the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, 
But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? That's the question. The last, the last question that Abraham wanted to be asked by his son. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bowed Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the Lord and do not and do and do nothing to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horn. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for the burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will provide, as it is to this day. In the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. And then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn this, I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have, done, have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as of, and as of the sad which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Praise the Lord. I said, there are times that we are stretched the limit. But the story of Abraham is beyond just imagining that he was stretched to the limit. Abraham, as we know, was called by God from his country, wool of the Chaldean, and he was told, leave your country, leave your family, leave your people, and go to the Lord where I will show you. And Abraham, it is recorded, he obeyed, he moved. The only thing Joel like reminding us is that he never left family. He carried one of his family members. And that was a problem for him. That's a message for another day. That is Lot, Lot, I mean Lot. Because he was told, you leave your family. But Abraham obeys God. And because of obedience, the Lord appears to him and promises him that blessings I will bless you. 
And you shall become the father of many nations. The entire world will be blessed through you. And Abraham receives that as a prophetic word. Not from a prophet, but from God himself. And he puts that in his heart. And he is impressed. Because God does not lie. But we know the story that Abraham was not young. He was past age. And more so, his wife Sarah, because men stay a little bit longer before they are declared, whatever they are declared. <laughs> but for Sarah, she was past that age of carrying a baby. So even when God is promising Abraham, maybe Abraham has other ideas. But God becomes specific and tells him, it is not through Eliasa, it is not through anyone else, it is going to be through your wife, Sarai. Praise the Lord. So Abraham, again, says, wow, this is going to be a great miracle. Because this woman is past that age. You know, there is a certain age when a woman gets that age. It is, whatever you do, it is not going to be possible. It can only happen if God speaks. And God has spoken. The good thing is that God has spoken. And Isaac, you know, is born. Of course, there was a process that they went through trying to, because they could not be able to wait. Because the waiting period was again quite long. And that's another stretch. But God speaks. And when he speaks, you expect the promise to be now because it is now that you need the promise, isn't it? But God has other ideas. And he doesn't tell you how long you are going to wait. He promises and he said it will happen. And for you, it is like it will happen tomorrow. So you start even preparing and talking about it. And all your friends are know that I have received this word from the Lord. This is what has happened. God has spoken. This will take place. Ah, and we celebrate together with you. But wait a minute. First year, nothing happens. Second year, nothing happens. That year, nothing happens. We are still waiting. And we start talking now. Did he or did she hear God? Wow. Fourth year. We now start writing in the Facebook and in the newspapers. This person needs to be checked. Something is wrong with him or with her. He is still saying that God has spoken and he will give him a son. And that he, he is even telling us that you wait. Not only that, I will become the father of nations. What do you think Abraham's neighbors were telling him? Hmm? Out of your mind. Who is this God that you are talking about? How can he promise? First, first of all, look at yourself. Okay, you, you are man, so we can believe, believe anything can happen. But look at the person you are talking about. Talking about Salah. 
Look at her. She is now even bathing. Ameanza kuenda na mkokojo. Sidio? Yeah? How can it, it, it happen? It was a stretch, brethren, for this man. Quite a stretch. And it was not easy. This is where now he is being stretched. Fifth year, tenth year, fifteenth year, nothing is happening. Now people have even st- stopped talking about you. But you, you are still waiting. You are still waiting because God spoke. You have not given up. And in the process, some idea comes from Salah. Say, now, man of God, it is possible you had God, but you didn't hear right. Yeah? I'm not saying you didn't hear God. You heard Him. But at your age, there's a possibility that you didn't get Him right. He meant that we go through Haggai. And Abraham, you know, recent. And it makes sense. Years have passed. So, Ishmael is born in the process. And Abraham celebrates. And he thinks this is the one. And God says, no. I spoke. You will still have a son. Of course, Isaac is born. And of course, now, the guy who has been stretched to the limit has every reason to celebrate. He calls the village. And there is great celebration. Finally, the promise has been fulfilled. The son is born. And of course, everybody agrees this must be God because Salah had been written off. But God, in his ways, because he is God, he does not operate the way human beings operate. He can give life through anybody and at any age. And Salah has a child and God is glorified. But the child grows. And this is where I want you to come now. You think the stretching is finished. God is not done with you yet. Why? Because the promise is big. It is not an ordinary promise. You are going to become the father of nations. Through you, I will be honored and glorified. Hallelujah. It is not just another promise. It is through you that my name will be honored on earth. Today, we call him the God of who? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So God is not done with him yet. He still wants to find out, is this man ready to become my assignment on earth. Is he ready to carry the face of God to humanity? Is he ready to give up everything in him so that through him I can mold him so that one day others will read and hear he was and he is even today still the father of faith. And through his seed everybody shall be blessed. When the promise is big, the stretching Mama Mudama, Mama Moses, is also big. You will be stretched until God is sure 
that now she is ready and she can be used of me. She cannot deny me. Praise the Lord. Being stretched to the limit. Praise the Lord. So Abraham is called by God. Abraham. Take now your son. And not only your son. Not just your son. Your only son. Let's go back to verse 22. Verse 1 I think. Go to the, okay, let's go there. Now it came to pass, after these things, that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am, first two, first two. Then he said, take now your son. Please look at the instructions. It is, take now. First of all, look, I like Joe, Prophet Joe told us, be detailed. Read and read again. Because every word has a meaning. He did not tell him, take your son. He said, take now your son. In other words, it is now. It will not be tomorrow. It will not be the days to come. It is not in the future. The instructions are now. And not just your son. Your only son. And then he is specific. It is Isaac, not Ishmael. Remember, he has two sons. There is Ishmael, Ishmael, isn't it? Who was older than Isaac. So, he could have, if God did not specify, believe me, it is not Isaac who would have gone. Yeah? You're getting it. The point here. Are you getting the message? God is specific. Because there is one that is special. And there is another one that is there. There is that which is in your heart. There is that which you value most. There is that which you cannot do without. Praise God. He is specific. When God speaks to us, He is very specific. He is not fake. Praise the Lord. You are only son... Isaac, whom you do what? Ha ha. Even God knows that there is one that you love. No, you know most of the time we are, we are very, you know, we say all the children are equal. Yeah? But if truth be told, there is one, eh, though not pronounced, there is one where if that one is touched, yeah? Now, this is how Isaac was to Abraham and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as what? A burnt offering. Offer him. So the instructions are very specific as a burnt offering. And we are told and Abraham I want to imagine. You know, uh, Peter, this story when it is being told today, we can relate with it very well because we know the ed, isn't it? But put yourself in, the, in, the, in, 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 in Abraham's position for a minute. This story had not been written before. Okay? 
So he has no idea what will happen because God did not tell him, when you get there and I discover that you will be obedient, then I shall provide the ram. No, he never was never told that. But you see, when we are reading it, you know, because we know the edge, yeah, we don't see the weight of the message and how heavy it was for Abraham to carry these instructions to the edge. Thank God he never shared with Sarah. Because honestly, there is no way. Sarah, you, there is no way. She would not have allowed that. She would have told him again. You remember the first time I told you you missed? Even this time, it is even worse. Now, you did not just miss the instructions. He did not speak. It is the devil who spoke. Yes, it is the devil who spoke. That's what you would have said. But Abraham, because he had heard God and he had received the instructions, he carried the instructions and he went to the mountain. Please, I want you to understand one thing. What God is doing, he's stretching this man because there is something that God wants to extract out of him. Because as I said, when God has picked you, Pastor Joe, and there is an assignment that he wants you to undertake, believe me, he will stretch you to the limit until you get to the breaking point. And when he realizes that you are ready now to break, he comes and says, thank you. You've passed the test. Praise the Lord. It is not Isaac that he was looking for. No. It is Abraham that he wanted. It's Abraham that he wanted. Because Isaac has nothing to do. Isaac is a victim. But the man that God wanted to stretch, to break, so that he stops being Abraham, and he becomes afraid of God, it was him. And the only way is to touch what he loves. Church, when God wants to deal with us, he touches what we love most. That which, Christian, you can die for. Kevin, that which you can't do without. He comes and tells you, Kevin, give it. He's stretching you. He's stretching us. He's stretching us to the limit. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Now because you know the story. I know. You know, it doesn't. You still, but the alarm came. God was not serious. God was serious. God meant what he said. But he wanted to find out. Does Abraham mean what he says? Is he truly afraid of God? Has he truly left his people and his family? Is he ready to be with me and me alone? Because where we are headed, the assignment that God wants you to undertake, you cannot be yourself. You have to become what he intends you to become. He has to be sure that you are now not whom he thought you are before 
Isaac reached Mount Moriah. Because it is out at Mount Moriah that the tests will be proved. And there, he gets there. And they come to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar. Remember, there was no altar there. He has to build one. You can imagine the agony of building an altar that you know it is going to consume my son. And not just my son, the one that I love, the one that I've been promised, that through him I will be blessed. There and praised the wood in order, and he bowed Isaac his son and raised him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham, please note the word, and Abraham stretched out his hand. He stretched out his hand. To do what? Stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. You see, let me take you back to the beginning. God appears to him and he gives him instructions. He has no problem with instructions. Huh? It's a very easy. It's faith to believe God. Yeah? But when it comes to the action, his faith now is being stretched beyond. Because he has to act. He has to prove that he really believes this God. Now how many times do you say I believe? I have faith this will happen. I have faith in him. It's easy to say it, isn't it? It is easy to hear him give instructions. But it's one thing to also obey those instructions. Because the message here, it's not just hearing the instruction. You hear, and you hear, and you say, I'll act by faith. I have heard, I'll act by faith. A time comes when God doesn't want to see by faith. He wants to see the action itself. And that is where many of us fail the test. Because it becomes too much and too painful to release. And we start now arguing and listening with God. What if I did not hear you, God? And it is him that you are telling. At what if I did not hear you? What if it is the devil? God. And it is God that you are addressing. So you are not conversing with the devil. You are conversing with God. But you are still. The reason is. It is painful to get to that level. To that limit where you are not just about to break. Even when you are stretching. Those of you that go to the gym. When you stretch the muscle, there's a point, if you go beyond there, you break, isn't it? You tear something. So you stop at that. But you know, even to get there, it is not that easy. And especially, if you've not been going to the gym, and you go the first day, and you want to stretch to the limit, it will not happen. You'll have to have gone several times for you to now to be able to get to the limit where now your muscle can stretch to that level. And of course it gives you advantage. 
Any exercise that you want to do, you can do it now. But to get there, it is not easy. Abraham got there. Stretching out the hand to take the knife was what God was waiting. And as he took the knife, he did not stop there. He now was ready to hit the boy. And I'm sure, because he didn't want the boy to suffer, he must have gone to the right place where he just do it once and the boy is gone. But God sees and he comes through. I want you to see what the Lord does. The Lord did not just provide the alternative. Because the sacrifice has to be completed. But look at verse 17. Not 17, sorry. Let's look at verse 15. Yeah, from 15. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, My, by myself, please note those words. What does he say? By myself I have sworn, says the Lord. God is now swearing by himself. Hmm? Because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. When God stretches you to the limit, praise the Lord. He will also stretch himself to the limit. Did you get that? It's only a few of you got it. When he stretches you to the limit and you allow him to stretch you to that limit where you are saying nothing but the Lord. I am not going to go that direction. Even if it means losing that job, I am not going to be compromised. I am a loyal priesthood. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. I am not going to give in to any demand because of a few shillings not even a few shillings, because of billions of shillings. Because you'll be promised billions. When you get to that level where you're saying, it's only you, God, that I start for, and I'm ready to lose anything and everything, including myself, and you are at that limit where you're just about to break, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He comes through. Why? Because he is God. I like a scripture that says, a, a, a bruised lead, I will not what? I will not break. You are so bruised, like that lead. You've reached that level where you are bruised, everything. When people look at you, there is no more life. But God says, I will not break. I will revive. I want to assure you today that it doesn't matter what, 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 how far you've been stretched. To the limits, you are bruised. When we look at you, there is nothing good in you. There is no life in you. There is only that because a bruised reed. Human beings will break and remove it. So that other reeds can now grow. Because this one has been so bruised. But the Lord says, I will not break. I will not break. I will not 
break. I like that. Thank you, Tim. A bruised reed, he will not break. Abraham reached there. God did not break. But instead God stretched himself and he came through. And I told you, when he stretches you to the limit, he also stretches himself. Because when God reaches a point, because does God need to swear by anybody? There is no one who is arguing with him. When he speaks, what he says remains because he is God. But he is now assuring Abraham, look, for what you have done, I'll do what I cannot, I should never do. I am going to swear by myself. In other words, I am promising you, Abraham, it doesn't matter what will happen. Because when he swore by himself, it was a commitment. It cannot be reversed. He swore by himself. And he said, Because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, let's continue, 17. Tim, blessings, I will do what? I will bless you. And multiplying, I will do what? I will multiply you. You are descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sad which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. What a promise. Praise the Lord. What a promise. Your descendants shall possess the gates of your enemies. That's the promise that Abraham was given. And that promise cascades down to you today. The reason why you are blessed is because of your father Abraham. You've not been stretched to the limit. But God stretched Abraham to that limit. And he saw by himself, blessings I will bless you. And I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven. And as the sand is on the seashore, your descendants shall be possessed the gate of their enemies. Praise the Lord. We need to understand something. We may not be stretched like Abraham, but each one of us goes through some stretching. And if God is not done with you, you've not reached the breaking point. You will have to be pushed until you get to that level. Because it is at that level that now God provokes himself. Because you don't provoke him. Because he is God. He gets to a level where he gets so excited because of you. He provokes himself and says, By myself, I swear, that promise shall be fulfilled. Amen? Because you've got, gotten to that level. There are some of you that are going through some stretching. My message today was to encourage you. Don't give up. And there are some of you that have not started yet. You will be stretched. Praise God. But the good thing I can assure you, even when you get to the limit, and I close with Matthew twelve twenty, even when you get to that limit where you become a bruised lead, because some of us may have reached there or are just about to reach there, be encouraged. Let nobody lie to you. You are not going to break because the Lord cannot break. And a smoking flux you know what that is? 
are smoking flax all weeks. You know something? That the lamp, you know? Itaya kuna inaitwa nini ni utambe au ni nini? Utawata ni dio yule. When it gets weak, weak. When there is only it's like a freak that is that is remaining. There is no light, but you can see it is not dead. There is something growing. Yeah, like the word. There's something glowing. Glowing, not growing, eh? Yeah? There is something glowing. The Lord says, even that I will not quench. The tendency of human beings is to give up. Because when it gets to that level, there is no more hope. So you throw it away. But God says, I would don't do like that. I am God. Amen? He will not quench till he sets forth justice to the victory. In other words, until you are totally vindicated, God will not rest. God will not rest. God will not rest. God will not rest. Let's stand on our feet. Come on, let's stand on our feet and cry for Jesus. God will not rest. Why don't you take a minute? Just love this God who will not rest until you are totally delivered, set free from that situation or that condition. Even if you are stretched to the limit, you will not be broken. Father in heaven, we lift your name above all names on earth. And we thank you for your love towards us. For you loved us in the very beginning. That you paid everything for us. So that in you we can find peace. In you we can find joy. In you we can find comfort. Our future is in your hands. Even though we are being stretched here on earth. We have this in us. We are not alone. The journey to Mount Moriah. Abraham was not alone. You were with him. There was provision waiting. If he obeyed. Today we have heard you. We have taken the journey. To our Mount Moriah. May we not give up on the way. May we not give up on the way. May we be willing to surrender everything to you. Because indeed. The one who promises. Even if he takes away. He can also give it back. Our Father and our God, we thank you and we bless you and we glorify you for your love towards us. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise.